Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Cultivating the Lux Lifestyle. I am your host, Veronica Chanel. This podcast is all about having a discussion with women and influential guests who will empower you to level up in order to be successful. I will be talking to women who are using their God-given gift to help transform society through intelligence and empowering. Now prepare your hearts and your mind to be empowered. What's up, everybody? I am your host of this fabulous podcast called Cultivating the Lux Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Veronica Chanel. Thank you for joining me for this podcast. This is episode 14, and I'm going to be talking to you about the purpose of your storm. This is a little personal. I'm shifting, twisting things up a little bit for my podcast. I want to um, do something different on my podcast which you will see the graphic has changed, the um, the description, the purpose of the podcast has changed. I'm still going to bring you the Lady Boss Show interviews. And it's not just with women. I'm not going to just be interviewing women. Just hold on. Just hold on to your bridges. I'm going to be talking to some men too. Because there are some men that I know that are already influential and they're doing the doggone thing too. In this podcast, episode 14, The Purpose of Your Storm. I'm giving you a portion of my testimony. I'm going to break it up into episodes, into stages and phases, and just come and talk to you guys at a different angle. Thank you for everyone who has subscribed, the ones who's been listening. Feel free to share it. If the episode is helping you, share it to um, your your family, your friends, everybody um, on your social media accounts. And you can follow me on Instagram at I am underscore Lady Veronica. My website is veronicachanel.com the boutique i have an online boutique um, it's online at the moment but that's going to be shifting soon too it's called dash Authentication boutique so feel free to check out the other things that i'm doing um within social media um there's other things i'm thinking about and i'm working on i love music too but i am not the type of person that likes to talk before time I don't want to talk and brag and tell you what I'm doing and is in the incubator stage and is in the, the baby stage. You know, sometimes you, gotta, you just got to be quiet and just um, work on what you're working on. And when the time comes, make an announcement. For the purpose of this storm, I was up late one night and I was thinking, um, I was thinking, I was reading, I was writing. And I said, you know what? I need to put this on a podcast. I need to share my thoughts to the world to the audience i am so glad that this podcast is available on all podcast platforms finally especially apple podcasts thank you apple podcast listeners spotify listeners anchor fm listeners and all the other podcasts it's like so many i can't think of it right now but i'm gonna shout you out maybe on the next episode so stay tuned and listen to this particular episode and i hope you come back again Okay, smooches everybody. Here we go. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Cultivating the Lux Lifestyle Podcast. I am your host and the creator, Veronica Chanel. Hello, how are you? Hi are you doing i hope you have had a fabulous day 
you could be listening to this podcast and starting your day. And if you are starting your day or if it's in the middle of your day, I hope you stop and pause where you are and just begin to think on good things and the positivity and and feed off of being thankful and grateful. In this episode, I'm going to be talking to you guys um, in a, a different perspective. It's more of a personal matter. It's more of this episode, and I think the next episode, I think I'm going to break it up into two parts. But part one, the title of this podcast, the title of this podcast episode, I should say, is There is a Purpose. There is a purpose inside of your storm. This episode is more personal going to be more of um, more than just a self-examination is I'm trying to shift your mind I'm trying to shift your mind I was kidding around one evening with my dog I have a Pomeranian and I was kidding around joking around with him we do this I'm a, we do this little thing um, I do this little thing where I like we in church <laughs> and I say he's my little church member and then I be pretending that I'm preaching you know, just my way of being home and just cutting up acting like a fool because you can't do that at work and you can't do it at, you know in public so this cutting up acting like a fool was a control type thing right so let me tell you what happened Oh, excuse me. I don't know where that just came from. Well, this podcast, my podcast is more of a personal thing. But I just, excuse me for for yawning. I don't know where that come from. Oh, my God. Well, I want to invite you into my personal space. Let's begin the story. My journey. I have experienced a lot of little different things. A lot of betrayal, a lot of hurt, a lot of pain, and um, I, I experienced betrayal and hurt from people that I didn't think would do anything to me. You know, I had to be taught. I had to be taught, and I had to experience life, which I did. And so, if any of you ever been in a season in your life where it seemed like everything is in an uproar, seemed like you're like. You like you look to your left. You're like, what is going on? You look to your right. You're like, what is going on? You look in front of you. You look behind you. Is what is going on? Like, what is happening? Like, what is happening here? Like, really? You ever had those moments where you just want to say, really? Like, oh, and you're upset. You're just upset and you're holding it in and you're full. You don't want to, you want to go off, but then you, you can't go off. And it's like, and then it's not like a one day event. No, it's like, like a series, you know, like season one, episode two <laughs> in your life. And then, oh, 
the, the moment you think you got, got through something, here comes something else. You're like, oh God. Okay, I'm in season two. Episode three. And you think it's better, and it's not. You are in the middle of a storm. Or it's your season to experience something, to go through these things for a reason. Oh, let me, if I may, I know everybody is not down with the biblical stuff. I was reading in the book of Job, some may pr- pronounce it as Job. And I want you to look at, for those of you, I feel like church right now, but I'm not going to shift to church. I'm not. But I kid like that. I say, get your Bibles. <laughs> get your Bibles. And you and follow with me in the book of Job. Chapter. I want you to look at chapter 1, verses 10 and 11. And just look at it. And then look at chapter 2. Um, you can read chapter 2 and get to the part where, I want you I think it's verse 6 or maybe 10. I want you to read the part, but actually I think you guys should read the entire chapter 1 and, and the entire chapter 2. But, um, but this episode and next episode, I'm going to be focusing on certain scriptures that I just called out. In chapter 2, I want you to focus on that scripture when the Lord God, he answers Satan. And um, he tells him how perfect Job is in all the earth. And there is none like him. He fears God and screw evil. And then God says, and still, he holds fast to his integrity. And still. In other words, if you really look at it, after all you have done, after all he has lost, he holds fast to his integrity. Job held fast to his integrity because he realized he was in a storm. He was in a season in his life. Job said, I think it was in chapter 1, when he lost his sons, he shaved his head. Um, he uh, ripped his mantle. He said, and guys, I think he got some ashes possibly. Um, I don't have the Bible in front of me, but I was I was reading it, and he fell on his face, and I believe there's a there's a part where he said, "Naked I came into this world," and he said, "Naked would I leave?" The Lord give it, in other words, and the Lord take it away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. There, he, he trusted in his God. He feared in his God. And he knew better not to get angry with God. Mm -hmm. He knew the power and the might. Now that's scripture. Now let's take it to the more of, of, of the earthly of today. He realized he was in a storm. Something was happening. Something was going on. And he didn't understand it. But all he knew when he fell on his face... He knew he had to worship. Some people, everybody don't worship. Everybody's not going to shave their head. Everybody's not going to rip their mantle. Everybody is not going to 
turn and do a 360. But Job didn't, he didn't really, at this point, he didn't get angry. He was hurt. He was full. When everything that he'd been built up has collapsed and is or dead. Mm, he was a rich man. And in chapter one, it's all because of the conversation that God had with Satan. I want you to picture something, a storm. We think of thunderstorms. We think of, um, I think of hurricanes, something, a tornado, something, a storm is something massive. Sometimes a storm comes into your, into your life and it may not look like a hurricane. But it's a hurricane. You have to be prepared for what it brings. I know you think, Veronica, I know. How can I be prepared? How do I know that a storm is approaching? Uh, Sometimes, you know, you have dreams. You may have visions. Believe it or not, because some people may be listening to this and be like, I don't want to hear it. You may not be going through a storm right now. Before you cut this off, boop. Before you change the channel. (laughs) Before you say, I don't want to hear it. Listen, real quickly. In this life, you're going to have trials and tribulations. But they come to make you strong. I want to share what the Lord dropped in my spirit. I want you to picture a hurricane once again, and it's over your state, it's over your city. Let's say it's a category four. Um, I'm in the South, so getting category four hurricanes is not new to me. Yeah. And let's just say, you know, when a a well-defined eye of the storm, uh, we all know within the eye there's those hurricane force winds are tremendous because it's impact Um, I've been in several hurricanes I've been in hurricanes where the eye went directly over where I you know my county where my county my city I know what hurricanes can do when we hear it in the forecast we, we don't care about how the eye look. Meteorologists, you know, points that out to us. And they be like, look at that well-defined eye. And we're like, don't you, don't you guys watch it and be like, okay, like, who cares? You know, <laughs> you just tell me how much wind, how much winds, what path is this taking, or what's coming my way. Well, then, um, you know, you start preparing yourself to to brace the approaching hurricane. You get your supplies right. You get your food. You get your battery. People get generators. They get you get everything that you need to survive. Cause you don't know what's gonna happen. People on the breach, you have to evacuate with a Category Four. I don't want the Atlantic Ocean in my kitchen. 
And if it does get in my kitchen, which we know it will because there's something called storm surge with a cat foe, oh, you can forget it. (laughs) You will have the Atlantic Ocean in your bathroom, in your kitchen, in your bedroom, if you're on the beach, without a shadow of a doubt. That's why you can't stay. You have to move. You have to evacuate. You got to change your position. A storm will shift us. And we'll go in response mode. We'll go into safety mode. And we'll keep our eye on the forecast. Where there's something called the storms of life. And even though there's a storm over you. Just like the hurricane. You don't care about the center of the eye that much, do you? You don't care about the clouds. You don't care to know this. You just want to know, when is it getting here? <laughs> I got to prepare myself. We got to get some water. I mean, everybody's fighting for water, bread, eggs. You go to the supermarket, ain't nobody got nothing. Long lines. Why? Because a category four is coming. And a category four will shut you down, not just for one day. It could be for many days to come. You could be without lights for a long period of time. So the news is trying to prepare us. You have to be prepared for the storms of life too. You can't walk around like a Smurf and sing the La La song. To help you go through the storm, of life you may not have a flashlight a physical flashlight because this storm is different it's just like a hurricane it is you just can't see it on TV or on your devices but it is a storm in the middle of this storm there is something that you cannot see and it's usually most humans We don't focus on it. We don't, because I didn't. I don't care so much about the middle of the hurricane. I'm just interested on the strength. And mostly, I just want to know that the path is going to take. That's all I care. Inside the hurricane... Is a tremendous amount of rain that can bring inland flooding, right? And you sometimes, let me tell you what happened with North Carolina. Sometimes when they come, when they get on land, dump jokers want to slow down. It still got winds, and but it's dumping so much rain, so we got hit with ridiculous flooding. How do you prepare for something that you cannot see? And how do you prepare for something that you don't even know? The purpose inside your storm is a purpose. It is, it came for a reason. Now let me tell you, what is the purpose of a storm? Let's get real basic. A storm, a storm is something I don't know about this Mother Nature groove thing. A storm is generated by God. What you mean? Look, 
God controls everything. Everything is controlled by him. He even had a conversation. If you go to the Bible, back me up. The Bible backs me up. He even controls Satan. What do you mean, Veronica? Read the book of Job, chapter 1 and chapter 2. And focus on what he tells Satan. He allows him to do certain things. And then he restricts him. A storm tears things up. A storm is not like being on the Miami beach. Chilling. No, you can't chill in a storm. Uh, every storm, if it tears things up, it moves things out of place. It throws it around. But it's, it has a purpose. There's a purpose for every hurricane that has come. I know it don't seem like it. I know it sounds ridiculous. But it, it is. It's a purpose. We can't see it. Your storm. There's a little thing called purpose. And if you will stop looking at so much at the actual size of the storm and stop looking at how long it's going to be around and say, okay, there's a reason for this. This is what I do. I say, now, Lord, what are you trying to show me? What's the purpose? This is either this is going to this so this is going to push me towards my destiny. What, what is what is going on? Ah, oh, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. It took me. Let me get real personal. This is like a testimony. It took me a while, and I mean this from my heart. There is, I'm telling you, y'all, I'm not playing. This is no fake, no phony. I don't know what the Lord is is doing. Um, Sometimes you just don't understand what God is doing in your life. But you just feel something. You know something. And you sometimes, if you just stand back and look at stuff and I say, oh my God. You know, there's a reason why our paths cross. There's a reason why. Let me let me get let me make it more plain. There's a reason why you work where you work. There's a reason why you got that position. Yeah, I felt so. There is a reason why you do what you do. There gotta be a reason. There's a purpose, right? Some while we're on this journey. These storms and these tribulations and these trials that we go through, it shifts and pushes us in a different path. I was on a journey, and I feel like I still am, but the journey has shifted. And I used to work in a place, and I I was very, very hurt by what I found out. Probably in, I think I'm going to save the details, details in another episode because I don't want to get blindsided by, by you um, 
not focusing on the, your purpose, on the purpose of the storm. I don't know why I was mistreated. Oh God, I don't know why. Well, that's a that's a whole other episode. I don't know why I was mistreated, but all of that was leading up to what happened. So I ended up losing my job. Um, they, I didn't get hired full time. I was let me take me back up. I was working a job. I don't want to say their name right now. And I was working there full time, temporary, doing the best that I could. I knew the job, getting sign ups, getting people to do the do the work. I was doing the work. She, the supervisor, never complained to me. Never complained to me. And then, when a full time permanent position opened up, I didn't get it. They hired someone of a different race that was external to get it but I'm like I'm already here though when I begin to when I was sitting there I was feeling some kind of way you know like I was all in my feelings yeah I was feeling something was going to happen I just didn't say anything and then I saw how happy certain people was because they they know I was told that I didn't get it they already knew before I knew and then a month and a half or so later I was pulled in the manager's office and he told me my job has ended and they were letting me go And it was just, oh my God, I can't even put it in words how I felt. And I was just, it was just so much emotion. I didn't understand. Like, why? Why y'all didn't give me the job? Like, why? And he, and he was, I'm gonna go, he was a, a white manager. And it was a white supervisor. And there was I work it was working around mostly blacks let's get personal and I was I wasn't done right they you know and I I was I was mistreated I said that was dirty that was their way they picked the other lady so they can get me out of the way because certain girls didn't like me I'm like the white manager that told me that my job ended he said you know they did that they hurried up and hired somebody else for the position before the other the new manager came because he he sat there he looked at me and he said I really don't know why you didn't get this position he said from what I have seen so that told me he's been watching me work what I have seen there has been no complaints you do the work he said I don't understand it the other little supervisor and you know I could have done so much but I didn't the little supervisor she was sitting there with a little 
smile on her face until he said that. See, he was like, well, well, he was like, he was an operations manager. I think that was his title. He was like above, like above like all, like above the two steps. And she stopped him, I remember, and she turned and she looked at him like, huh? And see, I'm, I'm looking in front of two Caucasians. And he said, this, they hired this person before I came. He felt that. There was so much I could have done. Legally. So much. <clears throat> All they got to do is launch an investigation. Simple. But I was like, I wasn't, I was, I wasn't thinking. Duh. I don't, you know what? I don't even think the Lord had me to do that. For some reason. And he's, and he said, if he was involved in the hiring process, he said, you probably would have got it. Now, 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 he could have been telling the truth. He could not. Well, you know how they say things to your face but something else behind your back but listen I picked up a different vibe from that man his vibe was different his spirit was a little different and I felt the 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 uh, he was authentic he was sincere and I knew he was because the other girl, her face changed. And she turned and looked at him like, what? Guess who was on the interview panel? The supervisor that had a smirk on her face. And the black girl. I'm going to say, let me tell you why I say black girl, white. Because we shouldn't be ashamed or afraid to say black, white, Asian, Latino. It's, it's, a, it's a race. Just say it. Number two, I'm not going to put their names out there. Okay? Nah, I don't have to put them on a podcast. <laughs> but they, it was, it was some enemies that was on the interview panel. Wow, I should have known, right? Yeah. But anyway, I was so upset, crying and hurt. I called my mother crying. And she was just saying, it's going to be all right. She said, God got a purpose. Ah, you think I want to hear that? No. She said, God got a purpose. God got a purpose. She said, there's a reason. She said, maybe God got something else for you. Huh? I couldn't see it. I was just so hurt, so upset. I said, I'm getting ready to lose my job. And guess what, y'all? It was around Christmas time. And can you you can you imagine how I felt? I'm I'm mixed with African American and I'm mixed with Cherokee Indian. And I'm mostly Cherokee Indian. And I'm looking at a white woman they hired 
you know, there's so much, so much emotions, right? Let me tell you what happened. Let me fast forward. That was a blessing within itself. That right there, that release by me losing my job, it's like I walked into this massive storm because a lot of stuff just went downhill. And I didn't understand why. Next thing I was going through getting, I had like bricks and rocks being thrown at me in, from church folk. Now don't get, don't get up against the church now. Listen, don't, don't, don't be against the church. That was a purpose too. The Lord put me on a journey. He put me on a journey. You know, it took me a long time to understand fully the scripture. For we know all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord. It's easy to quote it, isn't it? It's easy to quote it. It's easy to say it. It's easy, like, yeah. Try to live it. Try to live it. It's not. I. I. And this is. This was the season in my life. I was like, I don't understand the scripture. This don't make no sense. I did. I said it. I sure did. I'm not ashamed. Nope. I said, this scripture don't make no kind of sense. How can all things work for my good? That don't make any kind of sense. Blah, 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 blah. And you know what else I said? I also said, I don't understand why why Joseph looked in the book of Genesis, looked at his brother, his brothers, when he became the second in command in Egypt. How can he look at them and say, what you meant for my evil, God meant it for my good. I didn't understand that. I said, I said, Joseph, good, because I couldn't do it. I did. I said that too. But through the process of time, I realized now why I lost that. I realized now God allowed them to rise up against me. I realize now why bricks and rocks were being thrown at me from church people that I didn't think church folk would act in such of a way. It educated me. It actually made me more equipped of, oh, that's the key, equipped to withstand any foolishness that somebody who is a full-time or a part-time church member. <laughs> Because everybody go to church. Some people are just part-time. You know, well, I'm just here on Sundays or child. I'm just here on Easter and Christmas. And then some people, you know, or, or they're on a regular, you know. You know. <clears throat> you know, that's how it is. But it equipped me a little bit better. I didn't think the church would throw a rock. <laughs> A church? The church would 
Now, I'm not talking physical rocks now. Understand what I'm saying? But I'm talking, you know, people throwing, people can throw jabs at you without really physically touching you. So I know you know what I'm talking about. So I was like, what in the world? What are these, these people's be blood washed, sanctified? What in the world going on? I said, oh, I want to say, aren't you a pastor? Aren't you a minister? Or aren't you this? Now, I'm, now listen, church, just because they're in church or just because they have a calling, that does not mean they're perfect. No. But come on. You're throwing a brick. You're in the pool pit rolling your eyes. What? Come on. No. You you are talking with some people you have no business talking to. You are conjugating destruction. So, ah, uh, I see why now. I see why God allowed that to happen. Yeah, he put me on a journey. And I was still, I was on a storm. On a storm. I was in the middle of a storm, I should say. And I didn't even realize the purpose. I couldn't see it. I'm painting a picture to you by using myself and giving my testimony. Giving my testimony. Um, I'm up late and I'm recording for my podcast. Let me tell you what I did wrong. This is what I did wrong. But I believe that's what the Lord wanted me to to do. The storm shipped me. The storm moved me from one town to another town. And even in that, I still looked up towards God and said, Why? I can't, I went through this little series, little episode of, of saying, God, why? Why? I don't understand. Why? And I think that's what God wanted me to do. Because the storm turned me. I felt so alone that I had to look up towards him even more. It took me a long time to get to this point. Do you know I have nothing in my heart against that supervisor, against those girls that did me wrong? Through the process of time, God has completely removed whatever. I don't even know what it was. Not only that, I have nothing against those church folk that did that did wrong. Everybody's going to be before the Lord anyway. Everybody. Everybody got to give an account. And, but that's not why. It, it hit me. That's not why. Because now... I'm at a point in my life. I look back and now I understand 
why Joseph told his brothers what you meant for my evil God meant it for my good now I understand let me tell you what I did wrong I was angry I was venting a lot in the house I got stagnated I got still I kept saying crying out to God why I I got let me tell y'all God is so merciful let me tell you something Jesus thank God for the he is merciful because I was angry with God I went off (laughs) I went off on God okay and he and he just extended his mercy I think I think when I look at it I be like oh my God you could have God could have said what but he didn't I think I think the Lord he wasn't thrilled but I'm think I think the Lord was glad that I was talking to him more than I was. I wasn't talking to God a lot. I wasn't building a relationship. The storm flipped my entire life upside down. Totally, I didn't understand. I understand a little bit better now. That's what I did wrong. But that's just being a part of, that's just being human. Yeah. That's the long way, though. Let me give you a shortcut. (laughs) It's okay to be upset. It's okay to be angry. But try not to sin. Oftentimes we do, don't we? Honey, let me tell you, child. Sometimes I feel like some you know what cussing folk out was like taking Tylenol. <laughs> and you know you ain't supposed to be we ain't supposed to be cussing people out. I will cuss you know, I was I, I had I I developed a cussing problem at one point. I said, Lord, I need you to help me. I, I, it felt so good. I said, "You're effing this and you're blankety blank and you're blankety blank and blank 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 blank." It felt so good. And the next thing I know, I realized I kept cussing and cussing and cussing and cussing. And cussing. No, come on, get a handle. You gotta get a handle on that. <laughs> so when I when I I went and then. And can I tell y'all something? Yes, and yet still, sometimes the sometimes the issues and the and the and the storms of life be trying to buffet me and try to get and try to push me backwards into that point of acting like that. I, I had a slip up or two. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. I had a slip up. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you the truth now. I I have a slip up. But I said, you know what? I did all that cussing. And what did that fix? <laughs> yeah. But let me tell you something. 
let me tell you something. I kind of felt good. Don't you feel, don't you, can this be on? I feel like, but then I thought about it. It didn't fix anything. It didn't fix nothing. Nah. Listen, I gotta stop that cousin. Get that stop that cousin in that can on, you know. The shortcut. You know what I should have done? I should have done something similar to what Job did. I should have I should have cried out to the Lord. Instead of being angry with him. Instead of fussing at him. Instead of keep saying, I don't understand why. I don't understand. I don't understand why. Why, 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 why? What I should have done. And said, Lord, I trust you. I don't understand what's going on. But I know you are God. I don't do everything right. And so let me tell you something. This is not for those who's claiming to be holy. This is not for those who are Mr. and Mrs. Goody Two Shoes. This is for people who are for real. This is for people who are in a storm. This is for people who desire to do better. This is you never know what someone is going through because they don't they're not going to just open up and tell you. I'm not. I'm, I do not open up to people and talk my business and you care nothing for me. I don't open up to people that I don't trust. I don't, I don't trust you. I don't know you. I used to be an open book and I got hurt real bad. So I don't do that no more. I don't do that. And see, that's, that's part of probably what happened. I used to talking and blah, 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 and just even with church, even with the church, I, I try to like laid everything out and told my business. Oh, this is the church, honey. You can't, you got to use wisdom. 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 And everything that you do, you got to use wisdom now. So I don't, I'm not an open book. I'm not an open book. This is not for those who 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 speaks in tongue 24-7. I don't speak in tongue no 24-7. Listen, I'm not a theologian. No, you may not go to church every Sunday. I hope this podcast calls you to think, whether you do or you don't. I hope it calls you to think and sit down, wait a minute. There is a reason why I'm going through this. What's the reason? You need to stop and say, Lord, what is it you're trying to show me? What is it you're trying to tell me? Because you're trying to change me. Either he's trying to change you. He's trying to get your attention. It's, there's a purpose. There's a reason why. There's a reason why. And I didn't focus on the reason why. I was so mad. I was so angry over how and what this one said and what that one said and why did I was so focused on what the people were saying, how they were acting, how they were looking. 
I noticed all that stuff. But I didn't focus on what God was trying to show me. I didn't focus on what what God is trying to do. I can tell, let me tell you something. That whole situation, that's just part of my storm. I was in a storm and for a long time, for a while, not long, I would say for a good little while. And I was unemployed, which messed a lot of stuff up. If you don't have money, how are you going to pay your bills? For a good little while. And, and it, it caused me to go back into college. And I went for taking pre-nursing classes. Okay? Commuted from one town to the next. I went, I can say the college name. I went to Pitt Community College. Commuted. My mom, she looked at me one day. And she was, she wasn't, she was off. She was working then, but she was off that day. She looked at me. She said, look, I'm going to drive you. I said, what? She said, I'm going to help you. I'm going to drive you. I was going through so much. I said, that will help. Because all I want to do is get to class. All I want to do is, is get, get, get my life going again. I did not, I could not see the disconnection I couldn't realize I did not see God was cutting things off where we were he was disconnecting us because what God was saying was it's time to go it's time to go now I was trying to hold on and God is saying it's time to go you got to move you got to go I'm trying to hold on and God is saying it's, it's time to go and then the more I hold on and the longer I stayed, the harder it got. I'm in a storm. If you're in a storm, you need to be guided properly by the Lord. I'm trying to hold on. The winds is blowing. I got tons of water, tons of rain hitting me. And God's saying, I got you. Did you hear what I said? The Lord is saying, I got you. But I need you to listen to me. I need you to pay attention. I'm telling you, Veronica, it's time to go. You're trying to stay here. I'm, and God is like, I'm going to cut everything off. I couldn't even get another job. He cut every, everything. You started, boom. How many people know what it, how it feels like when everything starts shutting down? Like, boom, 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 boom. You're like, this is, you can feel the shift change. Like, okay, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? You be like, whoa, 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 Yeah, that was the problem. I'm trying to hold on. God's saying, no, I need you to like, I need you to like move. Like, you know, I mean, you're really causing like a delay in like what I want to do. You know, I know you want to be blessed and all, but 
you know, I, I'm not going to bless you here. It's not here. Here is not it. <clears throat> so, could you do me a favor? Could you, like, let it go and, like, humble yourself a little bit? Like, nah. And <clears throat> that's, you know, that's t- that's God. And here I am, like, what's going on? What is happening? I don't know why. <laughs> I'm like, and God is, and the Lord just said, um, I'm trying to like move you. You're on a journey. Didn't I tell you that? Ah, it's like, can you visualize me? Like, but God, why? (laughs) But God, why? I don't understand it. So to take a shortcut. Say, you know, what's like, this is my thing. Park the car. Park the car. (laughs) Park the car with me. Stop moving. Just park the car. And be like, okay, what is happening? What is happening? What is happening? What's going on here? You need to park the car. You you don't know what's happening and you keep driving and you don't know where you're going. Just park the car. Park the car. That's my thing, okay? And then find out what's really going on. Find out what's really going on. And so, one that day, let me tell you what happened. My mom took me, she she took me to, um, to college, to school, to class that day. And I went into my classes like I normally do. You know, she sat outside. She didn't stay outside. She went riding around. Oh, my God. I, we don't live in this town at that moment. We, we didn't move there. We were still in the other town. And she went and got her something to eat. She's on her phone. She's just chilling. And she's looking around. She's like, and she's looking around. You know what? The moving didn't even come from me. It came from my mom. I got in the car. It's time to go home. My mom looked at me, y'all, and she said, I don't know how we're going to do it. But we need to move. I, I looked at, I felt that in my spirit, but... I didn't know how. See, I went, I was going to school, but I was still unemployed. Yeah. I was still unemployed. I couldn't find no other job, Holly. Everything was like shut up and shut down. So can you imagine how I felt? I was like, God, I don't know why I came <laughs> My mom said, it's time to move. We got to get out of here. She just said, we got to get out of here. We got to move. And she, I don't know what she saw, but she knew. She said, that's why so much is happening. She said, that's why you can't find no job. I was like, huh? Who like who is this person? She said, that's why you can't find no job. She said, that's why everything, she said, we can't, you can't. She said, I can't even find, everything started just cutting off. And so we moved. 
Oh God, God brought us in. God made the Lord provided, and He brought us in. We moved, and guess what happened? I'm still going to school. I applied for a job in the new town, in the new city, and guess what? I got it. I started working. Guess what? I started working at Staples part-time and got a job like bam like quick and I couldn't get nothing in the old town so then I started working at Staples yeah you you have little specs little this and this and that because you're working with different personalities I understand that you're working with those who got different types of mentalities and spirits as well <laughs> so guess what let me tell you what happened tell you what happened now i want this podcast to be personal because i want to bring y'all into my testimony i want to bring you into what i went through and i want to bring i want to show you something i want to show you something this is part one I want to show you something. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I, didn't see it. I, didn't see it. I want to show you how, how God moves. So I'm still going to school. Taking like anatomy and physiology. I took them. Um, I'm learning about the body like, whoa. And I actually have, I, I, I thought it was hard, but it was so intriguing. Um, there was a reason for me to, to go to that. It was a reason for me to go to school. Those classes I took, those pre-nursing classes I took was quite intriguing. I'm telling you, it was quite interesting because my degree is in business. My degrees is in business and it's in management. Okay. So leaving business and then I tiptoed into the into nursing, I was like, whoa. Like this is different. The world of business versus medical. It's totally different. It's quite interesting. And I was I, I was going to keep going. Because I said, you know, I'm just going to go try to go be a nurse. Huh? Well, one, one day, I was minding my own business, y'all. I was at Pitt Community College. I'm living in this new city. And I went to the library. My mom is at work. I didn't have a dog then. My mom was at work and I'm sitting there. I was taking chemistry class. I don't like chemistry. I'm telling you, I don't like chemistry. And I had my laptop and all of a sudden I saw something. This just came across my thought system. And I said, I got to find me another job. You know, I need something. I want a second job. You know what I'm saying? Guess what happened? I looked up, what was it? What's, what's the company's name? It was another company, Enterprise. I researched Enterprise, uh, where you rent your car from. They has a, a management training program where you you do you work up under that, where they train you to be like a branch manager or something or assistant manager. So I applied for that. And then I sent a follow-up email because I didn't hear nothing. So then she emailed me back, the recruiter, and asked me about my schedule. 
well, I'm trying to get in a job. I'm trying to make additional money. But my mind was turned to becoming a nurse. So I wasn't going to leave school. I didn't want to leave school. I I wanted to to keep going at that time. And she's going to email me back and tell me, oh, well, you're not available to work full time. I was like, excuse you, excuse me, excuse me. Is what I really, you know, I want to, that's my substitute word. I really want to curse, but I I, I can't, I can't do it. I did. I really wanted to curse, but I did. I said, how are you going to tell me what I'm not available? I want to say heifer. Actually, I did. I said, heifer, I tell you. So I left that alone. I said, okay, fine. All of a sudden, now I'm, I come from corporate America. I have worked for, worked for other banks before. All of a sudden, I came across the, I saw the, the name, the logo, and I think I saw something online. Um, I'm not going to tell you the company's name that I currently work for, but yeah, it is a financial institution. And it is corporate America. Um, so when I went up there searching careers, I applied. I wanted to go back into the branches. So I was applied for a personal banker. And I applied for the, the, the position they have in the branches. And tell her I wanted something part-time, really, because I already had Staples part-time. And so I said, I need something else but part-time. Cause I'm in school so I saw another position that they had customer service I said I don't want that <laughs> I said I don't want that position I don't want that I ain't stood no call center is what I said I said I ain't stood it <sighs> well let me tell you what happened it kept nagging me and nagging me. What you mean it kept nagging, Veronica? I could not get that position off my mind. It wouldn't leave. Because I done made, I done said, I don't want to work at them calls. I'm bump that. I couldn't, it would not leave my mind. I was literally drawn to it to the point I say you know what bump it I'm gonna just apply and see what happens (laughs) well I end up long story short I end up getting a job like quick I was like what I didn't believe it I thought they picked somebody else I was at Staples and the recruiter called me and I said oh my god something said check your phone I checked my voicemail I said who is this 
Some if she was from California or somewhere, I, I was like, who would call me from California? It was California then. <clears throat> they said, who would call me from California? I said, let me. I listened to. The, I said, well, it's a good thing I didn't delete it. I listened to it. I said, I said, oh my god, oh my god. I said, I could not even talk at work. I called my coworker Joe. I'll never, I'll never forget it. He doesn't work there anymore either. He doesn't work at Staples anymore. But I called my, my coworker Joe. And I said, Joe. I said, I need you. I need to go on break. I said, I got to take a break. I got to take a break. Because she wanted me to call her back. So I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I said, I will. And you know. So much negative stuff was trying to hit my mind. It was trying to tell me, oh, she's going to tell you, you didn't get the job. It was so much negative stuff started coming. And I, I had to, like, rebuke it. I had to rebuke it and just, like, knock it out. And I, I went in the car, and I called her. And she told me something. And you know, when she said, I want to extend a job offer to you, I'm, I look, I like, y'all, I'm in the car and I look up towards heaven. I said, oh my God, I'm thinking, this is a position that I did not want. And it's like, God, he like, he's bringing, I said, oh my God. I said, I didn't want this. But let me tell you, when I got up in there, hmm, hmm, they had bonuses at that time, and I made sure I got my money. My aim was to get an additional $450 every chance I get. I won't play, I won't play, I won't play with nobody. So you know I got the job. Yeah. But I looked up towards heaven. I said, God, I said, I thank you so much. I, you know how long I was unemployed? You know how long it's been, it was since, I'm like, I didn't, since I was, since I've been in corporate America at that time, I tried to go back to BB&T and other stuff. But I was, but I didn't want to go back to that department. I wanted something different, and then it then it hit then it hit me. Then it hit me. Look, then it hit. I said, "Oh my God, I'm going back to corporate America." I said, "Oh." Because <laughs> I remember BB&T, First Citizen Bank, and the other bank, etc., etc. I was like, oh, I'm going back into corporate America. But you know what, this time? So I realized I was going back into corporate America. And I said, shoot. I don't care. I said, bring on the benefits. Bring on the 401 cash. Bring on. See, I was, I was grateful and I was thankful. 
I was grateful and I was thankful. Oh, but there's there's still little spacks. There's still some spacks that be going on. Because you work around different type of people. There's just some spacks. But the moment God moved me, the moment we, we left that area, we begin to open up more doors. I don't have anything against those that did me wrong. Those two, just those two situations that I told you. I'm at a point now, I see why. That was in the storm. There was a, that was the purpose. That's part of the purpose. Over a period of time, you you're understand why. But honestly, I can look at them and say, you know what? <laughs> Honey, let me tell. If you had not let the devil use you such as you did. <laughs> you know what? It's hard. It is hard. It's hard to look at those that, that offend you and did you wrong and say thank you. But you let me tell you something. With the Lord, you can. With God, you can. And it will be nothing in your heart. This is a major milestone for me pertaining to those two situations. This is major. No, what happened, it will never be right. Just because a person says, what you meant for my evil, God meant it for my good, it doesn't mean it's okay. If someone comes to you and say, thank you, for what you did helped me, that don't make it right, does it? No. Let me tell you something. If, if we go to the Bible for a few seconds, see, I'm mostly, I told you, I was going to touch bases on the Bible, but I'm going to talk mostly about me. I'm telling you, listen. Another yawn came. My Lord, rude. And I hope you guys didn't hear it. But... The Bible says if Satan knew, crucifying, if he knew crucifying our Lord and Savior Jesus was going to help mankind, he would have never sought to do it. You to look at your storm. If what is attacking you, if what's bothering you, if it could see the good that's going to come out of it, if it can see the good that's, I'm going to say it again, that's going to come out of this storm, you probably wouldn't be attacked. You probably wouldn't. 
Because let me tell you, Satan, however you want to call him, Satan the devil, the enemy, whatever you want to call him, he doesn't do anything to help us. He's all about hurting us, right? So he is all about tearing stuff up. He just want to tear it up. He just want to tear it up, tear it up, tear it up, tear it up. God is about allowing a storm to tear up. So we can build. So we can be rebuilt. So we can learn. And so we can change. Yeah. Yeah. If. I want you to think about it. And there's a scripture. You can piggyback on. If. It knew. That. If. If. If those who have offended you and betrayed you and hurt you, if they knew what they did was going to push you and set you on your journey to more, to greater, they probably wouldn't work against you. Anyone that works against you, they're trying to hurt you. I'm sorry, I, I don't see why would I talk, why would I open up and trust, you can't trust somebody that's not for you, you can't, you can't trust folks that's not for you, uh, I felt you can't, you can't, it's like you might well tell the devil, pull up a chair, I got something to tell you, Satan. And Satan over there, like, I don't care, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear nothing. I don't want to hear what you got to say. I'm trying to get rid of you. You still alive. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that? I noticed that this podcast is going to be kind of long, but this is part one. I didn't mean for it to be long, but you know, sometimes it's okay. You could be listening to me at home, in your car, um, at work, whatever you're doing. I want you to think about it. Okay, you'd be like, okay, okay, this this storm got a purpose. I, I may not be able to find out what the purpose is right now, but there's a purpose for this thing. There's a reason. You're, the purpose of the storm, the storm could be right now. But your purpose is for the future. So you may not see it. It's for the future. It's the future. So you may not see it. You may not see it. If it's the future, honey, you're not going to see it. You have to take it day by day. Month by month. Week by week. And then it begins, it starts to unfold. For even even where I'm at now, there's a purpose, there's a reason. I don't know why. Honey, <laughs> let me tell you right now, child. And if if I offend somebody by saying honey or child, don't take it personal, please. When I get in my relaxed mode, right? We don't talk like we're giving a PowerPoint presentation to a room of upper management and executives. 
No, um, if you're home and you're relaxed or you're chilling with your friends, you talk differently. You joke. You you know, it's a different vibe. So when I talk a certain way, I am on a different vibe. Number one. Number two, and I'm trying to bring you guys into this vibe. I'm trying to open up to you, become personal. So you get to know more about me, who I am. And, the, and the, oh God, I got some stories to tell. Oh God. And some stuff that I go through. And let me tell you something. And even now, I go through stuff. They call it spags. A little spag. Little spags grows to big spags. <laughs> little spags. Because this is a little spag. Hey. That ain't no spag in my eyes. That's an issue. We got an issue. But uh-uh. 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 Handle it. Handle it. It's, it'll, get, it'll grow if you don't handle it. Because he's had a little spag, is what some of them call it. I'm like, specs? Okay. I need to open it up. I'm trying to open my open up to my podcast platform. I bring you stuff from the Lady Ball Show. Everything is not going to be Lady Ball Show. It's going to be something like this. My testimony. I told y'all in previous episodes. I'm going to open up and start telling you my story. This is part one. So this is part one of there's a purpose in your storm. It's kind of like an opening. It's just like a testimony. Um, Part two, I'll probably go more in depth. I wanted to use um, scriptures with this one because this is my testimony. This is my story. And it clearly shows you how you could be, everything could be going good. And then you, you, you enter into a storm and don't know you're going into a storm. You don't know how long the storm going to last. And clearly you can see how everything was being shut down and cut off in one town. Because it was time for us to move. And he opened things up in the other town. Because this is where he, the Lord saw fit to move us, right? Um, I was, I, I also, let me go ahead and tell you, I saved this on the last, oh, you know, the last towards the end on purpose. I went through church hurt. And so I did not go to church for like two and a half years. Yes, I said it. Guess what I did? TDJ became my pastor. Um, live stream. And when it got to the two and a half year mark, I knew I'd have to find me a church home. So the church I belonged to was in Greenville. Um, I felt like I felt being led there. There's a reason. There's a reason too with that. Is a reason, and ironically, um, my church is up under TD Jakes. My church, my pastor's up under TD Jakes. 
Um, so I'm still, I'm, I still watch T.D. Jakes. I watch his replays. I'm in his live streams. But I found, I finally found the church home. There ain't no church purpose. It's not, I mean, ain't, there's no church that's perfect. No. But I finally found a church home. In the new city. I couldn't find one in the old city from where we moved from. I couldn't find nothing. I don't know. I don't know. That was a pause, wasn't it? I want you to think, I don't know. I don't know why God saw fit to stop and to move us. But I'm glad he did. I paused because I, I was just thinking like two and a half years, almost three years going to church, not going to church. I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go because I said so much mess and this. Nah. Mm-mm. And you know, I don't change from that. I have changed from Another long pause. I'm just thinking. <laughs> I'm just thinking. Back down memory lane. I'm just thinking like the difference. It's the difference between me. Yeah, you notice. Let me tell you something else. I all I paused on purpose too, so you can think. So those who are listening to me, I'm leaving space, being interactive, even in a podcast, that so you can think. I went through like I don't know a metamorphosis. If none of that didn't happen, I would have not connected with the people I have connected with. I I got out of being in a box. I got I got away from being in a box. I did, and I'm thankful. I was in a box. I got away from being in a box. I'm going to talk. I may talk. I may touch bases on it in part two. But this is part one. So don't get so upset. Because you're in a storm. Don't get so upset. Don't do like I did. Don't get mad and fuss God out. Meanwhile. God is looking down at you from heaven to earth like. What in the... <laughs> like, she has no idea what I'm trying to do. She doesn't know her destiny. She doesn't know what I'm trying to give her. She doesn't know... The... No, we don't. I don't. All I see is what's in front of me. 
another thing when you're in the storm you can't focus on that you gotta have some faith till next time y'all stay tuned for part two of there's a purpose in your storm there's a little purpose locked up in your storm you can't see it but it's there smooches <laughs>